the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm tempted by the filter, and many times my faith becomes weak, and many times I have to be reminded that His grace is sufficient for me. It's in His Word that I find this assurance. That's our friend, Pastor Marvin Taylor, singing a song that he wrote based on Colossians chapter 2, verse number 10, uh, where Paul says, Ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Uh, that's, that's one of my favorite Christmas texts. Uh, you don't see that verse very often on Christmas cards. I understand that. But that's still uh, a verse of Scripture that I think every believer ought to uh, rejoice in, especially at this time of year when we're thinking about uh, the the issue of, of Christ and who he is. Paul says, you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. That declaration is the heart of a wonderful portion of Scripture in which the Apostle Paul is pressing the practical nature of our completeness in Christ. And as uh, Brother Marvin just sang, his grace is sufficient, his mercy is complete. Uh, his blood cleanses the deepest sin stain in me. I'm all in Christ Jesus that I'll ever be. For he made a complete work in me. You're complete in Christ. When God puts you in Christ, if you're saved today, and you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, relied exclusively upon what he's done for you, then God has given you in him. He's made him everything you'll ever need. In Colossians 2, verse 10 and the context contains uh, three appeals by the Apostle Paul in this regard. He says in verse 8, let no man spoil you. In verse 16, let no man judge you. And verse 18, let no man beguile you. Uh, and the reason for that is, and he says in verse 8, beware lest any man spoil you, is because there are people trying to do just that, trying to carry you away from the completeness that God has provided for us in Christ into other kind of things. What are they? And how do they do it? 
Well, verse 8 says, uh, by the way, when he says, Beware lest any man spoil you, uh, you know that doesn't refer to, you know, souring or decaying like a piece of fruit would uh, spoil in that sense, you know, uh, rotten apple spoils the barrel. Uh, and, and it certainly doesn't refer to the way a grandparent might spoil their little grandchild. Uh, rather, it's used in the sense of making spoil of something, as in the phrase, to the victor belongs the spoils. Uh, it's a military term used to refer to capturing booty. In, in, in modern parlance, it, it, we, it, we would be referring to, to people, and you might say um, you become a prisoner of war. Uh, someone who's come along and trying to take you in battle, take you captive, and then neutralize you and take away from you the things that belong to you. Now, how are they going to do that to a believer? Well, he says, through philosophy and vain deceit. Philosophy is the love of wisdom. It's the, it's the working of the human mind. Uh, you know, it's natural for human, humans to, to think, uh, for the human mind to philosophize, to try to account for things, to enter into speculations. But Paul says that such human viewpoint is merely vain deceit based on man's traditions and the world's standards, not after Christ. Clearly, you and I as believers should not go by what man thinks, but by what God says in his word. And Paul's appeal is very clear. Don't let anyone carry you away from Christ. Whether it's by philosophy, vain deceit, tradition, or the, the, the principles, the rudiments of the world. If it isn't centered in Christ, don't go there. Don't let anyone, Paul says, carry you away from Christ, because all that you have and all that you are, you are and have in him. Colossians 1.19, Paul says, For it pleased the Father that in Christ should all fullness dwell. Then in two, chapter 2, verse 10, he says that the believer is made complete, made full, literally just crammed full where nothing else can be put in, made complete in Christ. Now, the explanation between those, the, those two verses and about all the fullness dwelling in Christ and then his fullness dwelling in us, the, the link that makes that possible is chapter 2, verse number 9, where Paul says, For in him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now, the simplicity of that uh, almost belies the, the wonder and the magnitude of the statement. Jesus Christ is the enfleshing, the embodiment of the Godhead. The Godhead, in, in its fullness, took up permanent residence in, 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 in humanity, uh, in the humanity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, Christ is the embodiment of the Godhead, and, and therefore he's God. If you've ever wanted or wondered whether God would enter into human events, into the, into the circumstances of life, into the history of the world, into your life and your history, you don't have to wonder that because he already has entered into our history. He already has entered into time. He, he entered into time and into history, into human history, and into event in the person of Jesus Christ. I don't know, maybe the matter-of-factness of Paul's statement here arises from the fact that he's already, back in chapter 1 of Colossians, developed the thought uh, real fully uh, when he sets forth Christ's deity and headship in, in, in no, no ambiguous terms at all. Uh, notice notice that he, how he demonstrates it. Go back to Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, where he says Christ is the, he's the image of the invisible God. He's the very substance of the invisible God. When he says he's the 
image of the invisible God. He's talking about, uh, not, not that he's an idol. Uh, I know some folks, you know, get the idea that, well, he's talking about idolatry there. But when he talks about image, he's talking about a re- the, the, the manifestation. Jesus Christ is the manifest person of the Godhead. Um, he's not simply a revelation of God, something about God made known. Rather, he is God revealed. Thus he expressly declared, he's he's expressly stated to be God. John chapter 1, verse number 18. John writes, he says, No man has seen God at any time. No one has ever seen God the Father. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. You see, Jesus Christ is the, the one who manifests, declares, reveals who God is. He is God revealed. That's why John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, he was God, separate and distinct, a face-to-face relationship with the Father, separate and distinct from Him, two different people. Yet He was God, equal, co-equal in substance and in essence and in being. So he was separate from the Father, so there's two people there in the Godhead. Actually, there, there are three. That's where you, we get the, uh, the doctrine of the Trinity. But he was God, co-equal with the Father, co-equal in substance and, and, and in essence and rank. Thus, the Lord Jesus Christ is, is, different, is a different person from, from, his, from the Father, but he's one who is co-equal in essence and rank with the Father. Now, while Jesus Christ is true God, he's... He's also something other than God, in that he is human, human. He's man. That's why verse 14 goes on to say, And the Word was made flesh and dwell among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ is not simply God. He is also humanity. He's total humanity and total deity. <laughs> uh, that that's what you call a, an, an antinomy. Uh, the theologians they developed they they made up a word they couldn't describe it. They made up a word that said it's the hypostatic union. He's the theanthropic person. Uh, <laughs> what does all that mean? It, it just means it's bigger than what we can explain. But it's what the Bible says. You'll recall that uh, Thomas bowed before him after seeing his, his the, the the prince in his hands and his side and said, "My Lord and my God." And uh, that's that's who the Bible attests him to be. That's the witness and the testimony of the apostles all through God's word. Uh, the apostle John, for example, in, uh, in in his writings, when when he writes about the Lord Jesus Christ, he says that he's the eternal God, uh, the true. This is the true God and eternal life. When he's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, the apostle Paul is not a whit behind any of them in saying it. He says about Israel, who, who, who concerning the flesh Christ came, who is overall God blessed forever. Amen. Romans 9, 5. In Acts 20, verse 28, when he's talking to the Ephesian elders, he talks to them about the church that God has made them overseers. And he says this, that, that it's the church of God which he, God, purchased with his own blood. Well, how could God have blood? Well, he couldn't accept that Jesus Christ enfleshed himself in the likeness of sinful flesh. He became a part of humanity in order that he might reveal to us and declare to us who God is. That word 
when he says in the beginning was the word, the the uh, the word that's translated word there, the word logos, is is used in Acts chapter fourteen verse twelve uh, when talking about some people that m- mistook Paul for Mercury because he was the chief spokesman, the chief speaker. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ is the chief speaker. He's the chief spokesman of the Godhead. And you'd never know anything about God without him. For he is God revealed. Now, can I say to you that, that uh, Muhammad, for example, never made that kind of a claim for himself. Buddha would have, he would have turned over in his chair if someone had said he was God. Confucius would have never even, it would have never even entered into his mind that someone would have mistaken him for, for God. The Bob, uh, he would have never declared something like that. Jesus Christ stands apart in all of the religious leaders of the universe in that he declares himself to be God. And his followers declared him to be God. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He's the way because he is the truth. He's the essence, the substance of all reality. And he's, he is the basis of reality because he is the life. Because of his resurrection life, he's declared to be the Son of God with power by the, by the Spirit of holiness through the resurrection of the dead. No man comes to the Father but by me. And when they asked him, said, well, show us the way to the Father, he says, if I've been so long with you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He's the image, the manifest person of the Godhead. Paul goes on in Colossians 1, verse 15, he says, He's the firstborn of every creature, for by him were all things created. All things were created by him and for him. He's the creator God. He's the firstborn. He's the, that's a title that denotes headship. He's the head of creation because he made everything. By him were all things created. Everything that you see in the creation, he created it. And the verse goes on in verse 17. It says, He was before all things, and by Him all things consist. You see, he, He's he's not only uh, the head of creation, He's before creation. He created it, but He was never created. He created all things, so He couldn't be a creature. He was before it, which means He inhabited eternity. He's eternal. This is the essence and the character of who He is, is God. Um that's why he goes on and says he's the head over the body, the church. Uh, he's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. He's the head over resurrection life. Little wonder that Paul should declare that uh, it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. You see, the Christ Paul preached is the God-man, the unique person of all history, God incarnate, the God-man in human, the Godhead in human flesh. And because of who he is, Jesus Christ is the celebrity of our hearts. Yea, he's the celebrity of the universe. He's the fount of every blessing, the source of all supply. We sing the song, and we're rightly, we rightly do it, He is Lord. And we declare Him to be Lord to the glory of God the Father. Believers find uh, they're all in Christ. And, and, and how much God has there for us. Uh, how, how, he, how He would enrich our lives and make, us, uh, make them worthwhile. You see, Christianity, faith in Christ is fullness, it's not emptiness. It's, it's blessing, it's not sadness. It's overflow, not, not a giving up or a taking away or a loss. Anything God ever takes out, he, he does so only that, that, that more of the fullness might come in. 
Christianity is Jesus Christ. It's his life, his fullness. There's nothing worthwhile apart from him. What do you need today, my friend? You need forgiveness of your sins? You need justification to be right with God? You need peace with God? Do you need peace of heart and mind? True joy? Assurance uh, 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 for the future? Heaven? Knowledge of the word? You can't have any of it until you have received Christ for yourself as your own personal Savior. As the hymn writer says, All that I need, he will always be. All that I need till his face I see. All that I need through eternity. Jesus is all I need. My dear friend, you do need him. And he is all we need. If you've never trusted him, if you're unsaved today, Maybe you've, you, you've, perhaps you've tuned in today to this station. Uh, you know, you've tuned in today because of the season to be, to be religious. Can I say you need Christ? He's God. He's all that he claimed to be. And he gave himself on Calvary's cross for you, paying for your every sin. God doesn't look down here today and say, well, there's a Baptist and there's a Methodist and there's a Catholic and there's a Presbyterian. No. God says that there, there are four sinners. My son died for them. What are they doing with him? That's why we ask, have you trusted Christ as your Savior? If not, oh, let me, let me beg of you, do it now. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and God is waiting to make you complete, to, to make you full in him, so that you might be blessed with all the fullness of God. Trust him as your Savior today. Not religion, not ceremonies and things that you're going to do, but what God has done. Just trust God's Son exclusively. And my friend, the Christian life is just the same. For its, its key is Christ. You remember Colossians 2, verse 6 and 7, Paul says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you've been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. My friend, the the answer to our failings, to our low living, is not found in focusing on ourselves and our weaknesses, our inabilities. It's not found by imposing some performance measure to force the desired results and getting a list to try to go by. Rather, the answer lies in Christ, in His strength, in His perfections, in His abilities. By utilizing His provisions for us, His life that is ours. God the Holy Spirit will work in us through his word to conform us to his image as we walk by faith in him, established in the faith as you've been taught. It's because we're in Christ that God finds no fault in us. It's it's true that we often fail, but in Christ we're, we're perfect. And God, by grace, sees us ever in him. Oh, Paul says, don't let anybody rob you of this complete, full salvation. It centers in Christ, in whom he is, in his fullness. And only as we come to appreciate him can we truly appreciate who we are in him. And you know, I'll make one final point about that. The reason such fullness can be ours is that the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily in Christ. That's why he became and how he became the one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. And that's a very, in a very real way, the special focus of the message committed to the Apostle Paul. It's the real message of Christmas. 
The real message of Christmas is the message that there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained, Paul says, a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. And it's based on that due time revelation and ministry committed to, by our Lord to the Apostle Paul and through him to us that we know the fullness of what he accomplished at Calvary. Today we know him to be far more than simply Israel's kinsman redeemer. For the full light of revelation has been focused on the cross, revealing that he gave himself a ransom for all. And that's why we talk to you constantly about being established in the faith as you've been taught. God the Holy Spirit works through his word when it's understood, rightly divided. Works through as you, the word works effectually in you that believe. And no one can fully proclaim all that God has for us in Christ without recognizing the ministry and message Jesus Christ from heaven's glory committed to the Apostle Paul. And thus we have that commitment to this wonderful message, and that commitment to this wonderful message is in reality our commitment to him. And he is ever able to do all he claims, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What a wonderful thing it is to have Christ Jesus as our Savior, and our all in all. And it becomes effective in your life. The Word of God works effectually in you that believe. Well, our time is almost gone today. In just a short half hour, we only have time to sort of, hopefully, whet your appetite for more. Let me offer you a free Bible study tape entitled, The Real Christ of Christmas. Uh, This is a study through Colossians 2. Uh, verse 8 to 15 here, actually, where you see who the person of Christ is and the provisions that he's made for us uh, and, and the completeness of ours in Christ. I'd like to give you, as a, as a, as a gift from me to you, you know, we're, we're not asking you for something here. We, want to, we have something to give to you, something that will, will change your life because it puts you in contact with the truth of God's Word. Don't let the trappings of the season... Don't let the trappings of religious things hide the real issue. Christ is the key. He's the life. Let me give you this free Bible study tape, The Real Christ of Christmas. You simply call us here at our toll-free number, 888-535-2300. That's 888-535-2300. And we'll be glad to see that you get a free copy of this Bible study. We want to help you to understand and enjoy the Bible. And it all begins with an appreciation of who the Lord Jesus Christ really is. While the whole world around you is thinking about him, talking about him, um, it has, you know, Christmas and Christ and all of those things on, on their mind, you need to be able to understand, rejoice in, and appreciate who God has made the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, he, who he is as God in human flesh. If you've ever wanted God to intervene in your life, If you ever wanted God to be real to you, well, the way that happens, the way God has intervened into our lives is in the person of Jesus Christ. And he's been, he's made tangible. He's made, made God real to us. He's God manifest in human flesh. I'd like to give you this free Bible study. All you have to do is call me here at our toll free number, 888-535-2300. That's 888-535-2300. Uh, on a day marked for giving gifts, uh, let me give you a gift that'll that'll help you to appreciate 
who the Lord Jesus Christ is, who God has made him to be for you and for me, and how you can rejoice in the completeness that's available by his grace in, the, in, in God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. 888-535-2300. That's the number to call to receive your free copy of this Bible study. If you'd rather write me, you can do that, of course. You can write us here at uh, The Riches of Grace, Post Office Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. That's Box 97, Bloomingdale, Illinois, 60108. If you're a web surfer and you're on the Internet, as uh, most folks are nowadays, uh, you can find us at graceimpact.org. Grace Impact, one word, graceimpact.org. Uh, we're trying to be easy to, to locate, even during the holiday seasons. We want to be able to put some information into your hands that will take God's Word and, and put it to work in your life because you understand it and, and, and believe it. You know, it's, it's such a marvelous thing to appreciate who God has made the Lord Jesus Christ and the impact that, he can, that he's, he's been uh, designed to provide in our lives for God's glory. 888-535-2300, that's the number to call uh, to request your free copy of our Bible study offer today. And, friend, if you have uh, questions or, or things that, uh, that you prayer requests or things that you'd like to, some help with spiritually, there are folks that answer the phone there that uh, would love to talk with you out of an open Bible. Can I also tell you that when you call, you ought to ask about the people, the, the saints in your area, right here where you're hearing this radio program, uh, who, who put this the Bible study on this radio program week after week. You know, it's not just this time of the year, but it's all year long that they invest in the proclamation and the teaching of God's Word rightly divided right here in your community on this radio program. That's because they meet each week right in your neighborhood. There's an assembly of believers in your area where the Word of God is taught rightly divided, the grace message is clearly proclaimed, and the grace life is the issue. If you don't have an assembly to attend where those things are true, then you're robbing yourself and your family if you have one. Why don't you give your family and yourself one of the greatest gifts you could ever give them? And that is to be a part of an assembly where, where the Word of God is taught rightly divided and the grace message and the grace life are the issue. You call us here and we'll put you in touch with the folks in your area where that's the reality. 888-535-2300 is the number to call uh, for, for that information. Thanks for being with us today, uh, of all days, on this very special day. Thanks for sharing it with us as we looked into the Word of God together. And can I say uh, uh, to, to you that uh, it's always a privilege and, a, and an honor to be able to meet with you each week right at this time. Brother Marvin Taylor is going to come again and, and uh, sing for us as we part today. And until we meet again this same time next week, Maranatha. Faith
one station that gets in your faith and helps it grow. AM 990, FM 101.5, The Word. Salem Media Group salutes the Central Florida Christian Chamber Member of the Month. Here's co-president, Briston Heaven. Congratulations, Joshua Washington at Lee Malvo People Solutions, helping your business maximize its greatest resource, your people. Thank you, Joshua, for advancing the kingdom through the marketplace. Become a kingdom partner today. Contact the Central Florida Christian Chamber at cfchristianchamber.com. Congratulations, Lee Malvo People Solutions, Christian Chamber Member of the Month. A bigger and stronger voice for God's Word is now here. 50,000 watts. AM 990 and FM 101.5. The Word. WTLN Orlando. Where faith comes by hearing. Portions of this broadcast hour are pre-recorded. Make It Clear Ministries has sponsored this Make It Clear broadcast. Are you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons, Bible teacher and president of Clarity Christian College, formerly known as Florida Bible College. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. And you're afraid of falling. But what motivates you is, even if you do fall, it's that moment that you are flying down that wave. It may last two seconds, but that keeps you going. I'm saying that now for this. There's going to be fear. They will fail, and you will fall at times. But the difference is whether you're going to lay down or just fall down. The people who fall are those that get up and keep going again. That's that intense longing. That's an emotion that you can conquer, that fear that you might have. You can alleviate that fear. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.